Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Find a group of people who challenge and inspire you. Spend a lot of time with them and it will change your life. That is a quote by Amy Poehler. So welcome again to The Profitable Photographer. Thanks for tuning in. If it's your first time or you've listened to all 220 plus 10 times, thank you for being here. And thanks for getting in touch. If you go to lucydumascoaching.com and you want to send me a message or even uh, set up a 20-minute chat about anything, I would love to hear from you. Okay, so today is one of those, uh, I guess I'll call them short and sweet, although I'm a talker, so (laughs) short is relative, Um, but I'm going to focus on one topic and see if we can get some clarity in an area that I know a lot of people have interest in, which is how to network, how to get other people to promote your business. So this idea came because I was in a Facebook group where somebody said that they had reached out to a dog groomer who, and looking at their website, she thought, huh, this person maybe needs a photographer and might refer me. And I think she'd ask if they would pass out a discount or a bonus gift certificate or something. And the person said, I already have a photographer I work with. So here was my response. This kind of thing starts with developing a relationship, getting to know the service and what they need in their business, become professional friends, go to lunch, listen, find ways to support them without giving away the farm or watering down your value. Um, That word was watering that I just stumbled on. Um, And then when you form that connection, you can brainstorm ideas for mutual support. Um, The idea that you mentioned, I said to her, sounded like it was more about something they could do for her. And if I had been the dog groomer, I would have wondered, well, how does this benefit me? But if there was some way to make a gift certificate be a gift from the groomer, then it helps with referrals. It helps with customer satisfaction if there's a thank you gift. So there's ways to create a win-win. But first of all, you have to build a relationship. She or he has to love what you do and feel served by you. And you also need to know if her ideal clients are your ideal clients, if she runs a business well, and then you can form partnerships. So the experience that I have the strongest in this is in the wedding industry. And I did not know that I was the queen of networking. I'm just someone that likes to make true friends. And if I'm in an industry like You know, as a photographer, I've made so many great friends over the 40 years that are professional friends, but they're many of them are 
really true friends. Anyway, so I'm a natural connector. And I also am someone that if if I like something, if I find value in something, I share it. So when I was in the winding industry, I if I ran across a caterer or a florist or somebody that I liked, I would refer them, even if I was busy. I happened to um, make a connection with a cake baker. She did my wedding. And then I did a wedding of, I think it was the person that referred me to her. She saw that. She started referring me. I referred her and we doubled our business in a year from referring each other. And her company is still around. She sold it, um, but she has served the San Diego industry for for 40 years, like me. Um, It's called flower power, by the way, if someone's in San Diego and wants a cake. Okay, so the core principle to network like a rock star is about building relationships leading with generosity and offering support, getting to truly know the person, the business, keeping in mind they might not need you. There might not be um, a natural connection. They might not be somebody that makes the effort to refer others. They may not be um, skilled in networking. So even if they say yes to, let's say, handing out or leaving a stack of of discount cards, which I don't recommend, but even if they did that, they just may not be people that share. Um, so you need to find out if you are a mesh. If we pop into a business and ask if they'll do something for us, if they don't know us, like us, or see how it can help their business, how's it likely that it's going to go well? Sometimes people will say, sure. Let's say you walked around your ideal neighborhood and handed out stacks of cards and said, would you put these on your counter? They might say, okay, and then just toss them in the bin. So you have to work harder than you might think. But as someone who, you know, with this photography business, depending on your specialty, but if you're doing portraits at all or weddings or headshots or glamour, it's a people business. And so leaning into that joy of, of I don't know, connecting with people is a key to all of this. Let's see. So imagine that you met somebody at a networking group and you swapped cards and you had a brief, friendly conversation. And I have had it, I have had this happen. So anyway, the next day you get an email or a text asking you to promote them to your clients. How would you feel about them? What would you do? And what could they have done? Because I'm going to assume that 90% of the time you would either ignore it or you would feel like they're being a little too pushy. Um, they're a little too eager. So if you like them, you might connect and say, hey, I want to know more about you and your business. Um, I love to support other great entrepreneurs we've just met. You know, let's talk. Let's have lunch. So you take it further. Think about 
what they could have done where I would have been more willing to help them. So for me, a phone call, just a nice text, a compliment about, oh my gosh, I loved what you had to say about this, you know, something where I feel like they even connected with me would go much farther than just a semi-warm email that says, I want you to help me. Okay. So I call that the too much too soon principle. So it's kind of like dating. (laughs) So imagine you meet somebody at a, I don't know, mix and mingle, and they just ask for a kiss, or even they go in for a kiss. And you don't even know if you like them, if they're fun, if you trust them, um, if you're ready for it. You know, now, if you've been drinking too much, that might be another story, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> um, on the other hand, if the person shows an interest in you, compliments you, lets you in on their world, lets you know more about who they are, what's important, and then maybe asks you for your phone number and calls you up, has a great conversation, asks you to lunch or coffee. You have a good time there. They ask you for a date. And then at the end of the date, they ask for a kiss, much more likely if you like them and if you feel like they really like you. So we want to do, instead of too much too soon, you want to do just the right amount at just the right time. Okay. So how would I approach a possible partner who's, first of all, that I've established is working with similar clients or wants to. Um, So first of all, I would be a stalker and find out who they are. I would look at their website. I would look at their all their socials and I would join their groups. I would make comments on Instagram. I would find out if we have mutual friends. Uh, So I'd have that little preliminary get to know them. I would not hop into their DMs right away unless they responded to something. I would also, then number two, that was one, I would find a way to make a warm connection. So again, joining their group, um, getting a referral. If you're doing any kind of networking, you might say, hey, I'm looking for a dog groomer that serves the high-end clients. Well, someone in a networking group might know that person and either introduce you or give you a name and you can say, Susie Garcia mentioned that you're amazing. And so you've got that warmer connection. With weddings, for example, which I was really good at with my networking game, um, it could be a DJ or a cake baker or um, yeah, anything. There's so many people in that industry that have small businesses that uh, there's lots of ways to make those connections. Okay. Then discover a reason to connect with them that will be leading about serving them. So I heard about you from so-and-so and they love what you do. I always love referring my brides to great vendors. So I'd love to know more so that then possibly I can I can send work your way. So that's not about, hey, would you send me work? It's about 
I want to know and like you because then I'm going to refer you. That's another good opportunity to ask who they like to work with because then that creates that warm lead where if if they say, oh, I love referring Flower Power, the cake baker, then I can call up and say, uh, Rock Your World DJ just mentioned that they love working with you. I'd love to know more about you. So it, it kind of snowballs in a great way. And then talk, get together, take them to lunch, visit their place of business. D- don't jump on in and like they may not need a photographer truly, but as you're serving them, they might be able to connect you with other people. So uh, yeah, form a relationship. Another way to um, get on their good side is, and I guess I'm calling this number five, is to actively refer them. One of the things that I did when I was a wedding photographer was even when I was booked, if someone called or if I met them at a bridal show, I would ask what else they're looking for. And I would give them the names of the florists and the DJs and the caterers that I loved working with. And that came back to me so much. And often the bride would refer me to someone else because she would be so grateful that I showed up as someone that cared about her wedding, even if I wasn't doing it. So be a resource. Every time I did a wedding, I would send it was somebody that I liked. I would make sure that I photographed their product well. And then I would send them five by sevens with my signature. I would send them stand-up folios. So These days, yes, I would strategically send people I wanted to work with again, or I wanted to refer, refer me. I would also send some um, digital files, but I like to send prints as well. And if you've been listening, you know, I love prints in general. Um, But if someone comes, let's say to the cake baker and there's a, a folder that's got a picture of the cake and they pull it out and show it and it's got my name on it that goes a long way and that also can help like certain vendors if they want wall portraits that i've created like let's say it's a venue or again a cake or something else um i will provide for free a wall portrait for the location where they meet with brides or you know whoever it is Okay, what else is on my list? One of my coaching clients with my guidance created a circle of friends group. And so she contacted vendors that she liked working with. They had a breakfast meeting and then they made a plan to bring in other people that might like to be part of this group. And so I think once a week, They just met for a quick little breakfast coffee once a month or once a quarter. They had a happy hour. And so it it was like speeded up that process of getting to know people. Okay. Other thing that is a bonus that I didn't have in the wedding days is social media. 
And so you can use your social media in a way that will support them, such as doing a blog post, calling up and saying, I'm doing a blog post on different kinds of flowers, and I would love to find out more, you know, get your opinion, interview you, post a link, you know, get to know you, or can I stop by and take some pictures of your space? I want to do an Instagram on um, dog grooming or, you know, fill in the blank on that. So lots and lots of ways to use social media. And so how once you're making that connection and they feel served, how that leads back to work for you. You know, there's a million ideas with that. Uh, One that has worked really well for some people is a car dealership with family portraits, where when someone purchases a certain car within a luxury dealership, they get a thank you gift, a beautifully packaged thank you gift in the mail or hand delivered that is a portrait session and enough to purchase something. Uh, And so those kinds of things, you know, I've got a thousand ideas in my head. You can contact me if you want to know a hundred of those thousands, but it starts with here's, I like what you do. I'd like to know more because I want to share you and let's, be friends saying that, you're not just saying it, but you're building, building, building. And then, um, then asking, you know, can I, I think it'd be cool. Let's say it's children's store and they cater to ideal clients and they don't have art in the walls of their clothing. So I might personally, because kids are my thing now, I might see if I can photograph some children in their clothing and maybe have a promotion where some of their best clients' kids are the models for that and put some beautiful posters, not posters, but wall portraits on the walls. So, so many creative ways to to connect the dots. And it's not a quickie solution. It's a long range solution. So let's see. Now, I didn't mean to end with this, but uh, so maybe I'll pull in a little happy story, but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you need to trust your gut that this isn't a person who is going to give back. Some people feel uncomfortable referring others as if they're being pushy, but they'll take what you give them. And sometimes you just you try it and it doesn't work. Um, So my story is there was a dance school and I thought ideal location, ideal clients, great school. And we worked out a situation where I got to come in, which was super fun for a day and photograph the classes at all ages. And I got the most amazing candidates, especially love the little uh, four to six year old group. (laughs) Of my favorites. And I also did a photo ship, photo shoot, sorry, of uh, some of their older dancers in costume. And I created art for their walls in their studio. 
But when we got all that going and it was time to really promote me, they just were not comfortable with that. So having had that experience, I would have had better questions and not been kind of shy about saying, hey, if I do all of this, you know, how do you feel about or how can you reciprocate or, you know, finding a way to get connected to those ideal clients and be promoted in return by the school. So you want to be careful on that. So on a happy note, because, <laughs> well, learning is always good, even if it doesn't go well. Um, just having that attitude of generosity without, you know, there's that fine line between I'm going to give and I'm going to give myself away. So you do need to be mindful. You need to have boundaries because people will take what you think is taking advantage of you when they're just really trying to see what you'd offer. So if you offer the moon and they take it, and then you don't feel good about it, whose fault is that? It's not them. You offered or you allowed it. So you want to be personally responsible for where your boundaries lie. The last thing you want to do is resent somebody who uh, just didn't know you had that boundary in the first place. And that's true in life in general. Okay, so I think that is it for now. And stay tuned because in a couple of weeks, I'll have another uh, short and sweet with Lucy Talks. And uh, I have to think of a topic. So if you have topics you'd like to have me share, let me know. Give me a howdy-do. <laughs> and uh, remember, you can watch this on YouTube. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can listen at all the podcast places. Apple, Spotify, my website, lucydumascoaching.com. My tongue got a little bit tied and I know you're, I know you're cool with that. So ta-ta for now and just get out there and make some friends. Bye. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one -on -one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.